When you play pretend, you don't have to be real. Some bears live circus lives, but this bear, he's singing with the housewives. Hello! Hello. I'm Hunter. Hey, is that your dad? Harden! <laughs> Bob and the Bear. And welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears! Um, cheers! to another successful season of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay, cheers. 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 Pod for our podcast. <laughs> I will drink to that. Yes, it's going to be one of those That episodes. was a little clunky for our season finale. A little clunk. But... Efficient. <laughs> And you know what? Maybe perfect for this season. And Jesus can do no wrong. Jesus can do no wrong. And I wrong. straight up look like I'm hitchhiking. You look straight up like... To Woodstock. You should have said... As Jesus. You are Jesus. You look just like him. Yeah. I'm not going to say you are Jesus. <laughs> Girl. Oh, <laughs> we ain't got that. Well, I mean, I'm digging your look. You just go for it. Totally, man. <laughs> I'm like totally into this kind of like hippie look. Mm -mm. Yeah, down, down with Nick Nixon, right? Nixon, down, <laughs> down with Nixon. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's even before my time. That's all. No offense to those of you who are older than me. I think we do have a listenership that are that lived. Um, oh, for sure we did. Oh, sure. absolutely we do. That like really remember it though. Yeah, probably we're there at what? Oh my gosh, do we have listeners that were at yeah. Woodstock? <laughs> I love it that we paused to see if we would hear anything back. I just I think we should be able to go right to now. You, I just didn't know where to go from there. I was like, and I just thought it was what? funny because I was just looking at myself in the, in the <laughs> Well don't reflection. get distracted. Don't get distracted. You're so beautiful. No, this is uh I mean I straight up look like like my dad probably in the sixties. Oh really? I'm sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, let's just spend this whole episode talking about how you look. Do I look like a fern? And what's funny is these kind of glasses. These are the kind of glasses that my dad took his like chiropractor alumni photos in, and like, I'm like, those were his eyeglasses. Yeah, like those were his side. eyeglasses and reading glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just like it's like for everybody that's just listening and not watching, like the glasses that are half tinted and then the bottom tint is like a lighter color, but they're yes. pretty much all day sunglasses. Well, speaking of dads dads we got the reunion with the husbands <sighs> welcome husbands a lot of dads but only for a, like a minute a millisecond i was like where give us some more i mean maybe they're not as integrated in the story as you know the husbands of new jersey are but i find them all very likable all the gays were like, bring on the husbands. <laughs> and everyone else was like, I hate it when they bring on the husbands. Leave the husbands, Leave the husbands out of it. They're like, trying like... to make the Salt Lake City husbands happen. <laughs> well, they're happening as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Justin. Uh, yeah, he got that five o'clock shadow. That it looks five like he's got his, some new teeth maybe even. Did you notice Or that? even just whiter teeth. I don't know. His teeth are super white. Yeah. And it looks really good against that white 
Uh, that white shadow, like after five o'clock shadow, mm -hmm. woof. Got the unemployment beard. <laughs> nice. Right yeah, looking woof, really uh, good. So at least thank you for that for the reunion at part two. Yes. I don't really feel like we made a whole lot of ground, and I don't feel like we made any improvement on anything. Like no one settled anything throughout either of the reunions. I feel the same way that Heather did at the end of this. Just kind of just sitting there and accepting everything that has happened to me. And this episode <laughs> and this whole series of Salt Lake City and just being like, where do we go from here? Like, it's all up in the air right now. Like, where do we have any kind of resolve except for Jen going to jail? Uh, yeah, there. I mean, there is no resolve of any of the personal stories. This whole season was, was just one woman pitted against another mm -hmm. at all times or and, and half and half team team heather and meredith versus team whitney and lisa or and jen shaw somewhere in the middle jen shaw was always just fighting it just depends jen on shaw was a wild card well it depends on what she needed at the moment well of course of who she <laughs> yeah. was gonna need a, a, to attack to get what she gained right yeah. exactly so i you know but i have to say and i know i said it a thousand times this season but even though there was a really dark cloud around the season i'm so thankful i got to be a part of it I, i'm just i can well never... what's funny is like i've saw online at, at a couple different places saying that the choir was the only highlight fun part of this whole season well that's very kind that's very nice and, and I, I, would so. I would agree i would agree it was the funniest so. it was the funnest thing like um usually heather and lisa have a lot of their one-liners and stuff but everything was such a serious subject it was just like really good comebacks this season it wasn't right. anything else more than that well i'm just forever grateful to heather and dre that i got to be a part of it and me too hopefully you know they just announced i don't know if they announced today the new cast for season four but season four is filming like i think february 13th is the first day of filming oof they didn't get a whole lot of Well, they break. never do. I mean, they get two months, it seems. I know, you know, yeah. Or less. Uh, you know, there was talk of a pause, like they took for Beverly Hills, but it doesn't seem like there was much of a pause. It looks no. like they just got right into casting, like, let's get back into it. I have no standards. Let's just go. Yeah, it didn't give any result. It didn't have any time to resolve anything without cameras being there. Right, right. This whole, all their relationships were constantly on behind camera. Well, I'm excited already for season four because uh, we'll get to see Heather's book tour, which I hope everyone is going to in Salt Lake City. I mean, you guys are going to see a lot of famous people there. You're going to see that hunky choir director, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we are absolutely going to Heather's book event at Milk Plus in Salt Lake City. I want to support Heather Gay. So if you live in the nearby area... Be there area, or be square. And if you're a listener, <laughs> please come up and say hi. It's so exciting for us when we get to meet our, our listeners. Yeah, we're the two really hairy, sweaty guys there. <laughs> if you can't recognize us just from our faces alone, like sometimes it's hard to like see people on social media and like in real person i wouldn't be too much of me to wear my him him and him sweatshirt well we're gonna be outrageously dressed either way okay. well actually i'm gonna be dressed very handsomely are you i'm gonna dress for heather oh you're not gonna dress like you know sometimes we get on the edge of costume oh yeah yeah like especially for season one finale yeah i wear that studded mickey mouse well i mean it was only fair because meredith had worn yeah. a mask but this is a bad mormon I Ooh, I have that Yale sweater that I could tie around my neck. I'm coming as a real proper, like, religious boy. Just a little Molly Mormon. Oh, that's okay. my outfit. As a that's your costume boy. for yeah, the night. That's my costume for the, the night. The costume for the day. The best costume for the day. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Go, be... as, go as a go as a good boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no I've one never... will ever recognize you. And it'll be a, a, a sweater from Yale. 
And people will think I went to Yale, which I technically, I did go to Yale. And I did sit in one of the desks. Um, and I, As you visited the campus. And I got merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. We get it. We yeah, get yeah. It. Honey, no one's confused that you actually went to Yale. Listen, Jesus doesn't need to go to Yale. <laughs> no, Jesus does not need to go to Yale. <laughs> Jesus needs to go to Woodstock. <laughs> I mean, it appears as <laughs> I just need a ride to Woodstock, y'all. <laughs> well, you know what Jesus doesn't need? He doesn't need sexcapades. Sexcapade gone wrong. Oh my gosh, is the Madonna tour our new... Uh, Woodstock? <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you just totally ruined my transition into the beginning of the reunion. You know what? I can't wait for the Barbie movie to come out. <laughs> I can't either, but my transition was much better. Damn it. <laughs> I tried to, like, I don't know, one-up you, I guess. <laughs> well, next time. Okay. Next time. Okay. Next time. Barbie scissor kicks. Glam Barbie over here. Angie K supposedly <laughs> was talking to some people. I want to know who these some people are. Was it plural? She, yeah, she said, I was talking to some people on the show. She specifically said someone named Jake. Jake. But here she just said, I was talking to some people, and they asked me if I ever thought Heather and Jen had a sexual relationship. Heather's like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever It really is stupid. And we all, even Lisa was like, well, when you were humping her, and I'm like, it's just drunk girls being fun and stupid. Lisa, you can't even get into character. You have to wear pajamas to a party. Yeah, I mean, to a yeah, lingerie not, party. Yeah, I think anything's going to offend you. <laughs> right, that's fair. That's fair. But um, don't all these housewives at some season or another get drunk and dry hump each other? Well, Isn't that what they do? I mean, how, Sonia Morgan has probably dry humped every single every... New York housewife. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because at heart... She is a gay man. Yes. And that's what we do. <laughs> and that's what we, we hump people when we, we're excited. Ex we hump things when we're excited. Yes, exactly. Like a dog. Exactly. We don't know any better. Mm. Those gays. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm so confused at this point. <laughs> well, didn't Heather want to find out about who possibly gave her that black eye? And Heather was like... You know, to be honest with you, I just felt like I deserved it. I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. I deserved it because of the state I was in. Well, you never deserve. I mean, you, you don't. You never know how much. You know, sometimes you just over drink and you don't plan on it, and those things happen. But like, yeah, that like later on, he, uh, Andy was talking about how in the beginning of the season she was like, own it, own it, own it, and stuff. But now she's kind of more taken back, and I think it's just because a lot of this has has happened really fast. Oh, absolutely. You know, you got to strike when the iron is hot. But I mean, she's this book looks like it took everything out of her. Well, just specifically focusing in on her just a shame for getting wasted and blacking out. It's probably never happened to her before. Yeah. And it was on national television. Mm -hmm. And she has daughters that she wants to set an example for. She has a fam she has a reputation. She has family that she has to impress on top of this book coming out. So she just feels like in all direction directions, she's not a good human right now. Yeah, and Andy's like, hey, don't be, so, don't be so hard on yourself, Give yourself a break. And You're I gonna be okay. And I think all of us need to say that to ourselves. And Give yourself a break. And they go to a break real quick. Oh, yeah. Like, and I was like, wow, it's like been three minutes in. 
And I just love that on one couch we have Heather and Meredith and Angie H. Who are like, oh my god, cry. And then we've got Lisa and Angie K and Dana and Winnie. I'm like, hey, selfie, hot girl summer. Yeah, making sure that the other grumpy old couch is not being photographed in the background. They're just laughing and having a good time, smiling. Bright and sunny to dark and stormy. Oh my gosh, it is hot in this hot closet is already. Is it hot up here in this hot closet already? <sighs> yes, my goodness. Do we need to send you on a healing journey? Yes, please. I need one. Yeah, but you're Jesus. You should be sending us on a healing journey. Um, We're going to go on a healing journey? <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Well, Whitney started doing memory recall work because... Uh, total recall? <laughs> Yes. Has anybody ever seen that movie? Well, of course. They Memory recall? They better have. I think they warped Little Whitney's mind. Do you think that Whitney went back to a time when she had three breasts? Of course. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't go to that memory altering place and go back to when they had three breasts? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a stupid question. I may be blonde, but I am not stupid. So Whitney started doing memory recall work because these memories that she's been kind of repressing were manifesting themselves through health issues, which happens a lot. Oh, yeah. To a lot of people. The mind, body, and soul thingy. I had a voice teacher who would get physically ill before she had live performances that she was nervous for. Well, I'm an empath, so I hurt when other people are hurt. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> so it turns out it was all a big misunderstanding about how Heather reacted to Whitney when when Whitney, Heather was like, you've made this trip all about yourself and blah, 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 blah. Heather and Whitney were kind of having two separate conversations and they didn't realize it. Yeah. Like, Heather was not reacting to Whitney's newfound issues and, you know, what she was dealing with and her newfound trauma and things like that. She, she was having a completely different conversation. It was still worded bad. Like, when you go back and look at it, it's still, it's still a bad thing to... While she's saying she's recovering for something to say that, still. Yeah. Still. Fair, fair, fair. Well, it seemed to Whitney... Uh, Whitney seemed to accept it immediately. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. Um, I mean, just at, at that moment. Yeah. At that I, moment. I mean, she and she and Heather aren't good. Are not good. By any means. By any means. But at that I moment when feel... Heather was like, hey, I was not ta I was not reacting to that. I would never do that. Whitney seemed to be like, okay, yeah. I understand that. But Whitney is still not satisfied. Oh, God. No, 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 no. No. I wasn't trying to suggest that at all. No, 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 honey. No. <laughs> but uh, Whitney has not spoken to her abuser yet. You know, that's really probably difficult to heal. Heal. Well, and it's also kind of rough to tell the entire world besides your abuser. Right. First. And then for people to be so hateful to her about it. Yeah. Not only this did she feel the... her castmates weren't supported, but people on social media I mean, were. did you... I mean, it sucks, but when you put your life open like that, people, you just... That's just what comes with the territory. Well, she just didn't expect it. She, she even said it. She was like, it. I didn't yeah. expect people to act negatively about me trying, you know, to, get trying to heal myself yeah. and trying to find therapy. It just wasn't the best platform to go through something like this. Well, you would think it would be, but I get, people are just kind of... People are horrible. Not into Whitney, at the, especially at the beginning of the yeah. season. Um, then, then it, of course, that's a transition into bad weather and the... End of bad weather, really. They're great. The fall from grace montage. Yeah. Um, Whitney says that even though she was drunk, she probably would have still had the same conversation questioning why Heather was quote-unquote lying about the Lisa rumors for Angie H. 
And I love when Whitney's like, it's difficult to go against a master debater. debater. <laughs> Not because it sounds like master I know, that's what I... <laughs> I just... Of course. I didn't even think... Of course. Of course. My oh, my favorite. God. That's what I was going to say. No, that's not why. I just love that, first of all, I can believe that Heather is a master debater because she really, um, she's quick. Yeah. When you're around her, it's it's hard to keep up sometimes because she is so freaking quick. Mm-hmm. So I And I also love that Heather was like, oh, thanks, girl. I know. Thank, well, Thank I guess. You. Thanks. That was so nice. <laughs> Enough to smile. So, did Whitney deserve as much grace as Heather gave Jen Shaw? Which, you know, I've said it on this podcast. I actually told Whitney herself of her text. I was like, it's just about expectations. Mm-hmm. You know that Jen Shaw is, you know, not going to be loyal to you when it's not convenient for her. But everyone knows that about Jen Shaw. So, when she spouts off, everyone's like, uh. You know, whatever. Yeah. No one's really going to put a whole lot of weight into what Jen Shaw says when or she's what they upset. Give her. Yeah, or what they give her. So it's just... It, it, but with Whitney... Whitney, that they're, she considered her family, so she felt like the bonds were deeper than any th- other level of friendship. Yeah, never should have to question loyalty with between yeah. Heather and Whitney. On both sides, neither of them should ever have to question it. But again, as Heather said once, at least once this season, when I do screw up... Haven't I invested in this relationship enough that you can give me a grace when I screw up? Right now, they're both just hanging on to their own anger. Yeah. And and having a hard time moving past it. But, you know, it stinks that it doesn't feel like either of them really want to try to fix it. Mm -mm. I feel like Whitney did at first, but she gave up. And I think Heather just doesn't have the space right now, mental space right now to deal with it, with all this stuff that's coming out with her book. I mean, it's not good. And then Heather gets pretty emotional when she's asked, like, what is new about you this season? Why? And Andy kind of calls her out. He's like, why the first season were you like... You're the I'm, own it. Own yeah, it girl. I'm the own it kind of girl. And now this season, it, it's kind of hard to follow you, I think is what he said. Yeah. And Heather's like... Because I've been writing the book, and it really has pulled out all of these emotions. And, you know, I think we needed to see that this season. Where was Heather's producers? Why are we not seeing her talking about her book? Why are we not seeing her talking about her story? And why are we not understanding that maybe Heather is having a more difficult time with the relationships with these women because she's having a difficult time dealing with the relationships in in her real life? <clears throat> right now, Heather's going through her own emotional journey, having to conjure up memories from the past, just like Whitney's doing. And she's having to deal with all that and put it into a book that's going to go out. So, she, like, that's what everyone else doesn't really understand what she's going through because she hasn't been vocal about it. Heather yeah. hasn't been vocal about what this, how, how this book has affected her because she just wants to go back to her friends, put her focus in Jen because it's easy, and just have a fun time. Right, right. It, and it is easy. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what people understand. It looks like it's difficult to be with Jen Shaw, but I don't think people understand that that's the exception, not the rule. Yes. That it's, she's normally a great freaking time. Yeah. Heather's like, if as if the show wasn't bad enough, now I'm throwing this book on people and I'm getting sued by the church. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like her having a, like we didn't realize how 
much of a toll coming up with all these old memories and talking about her faith, her family, things that were never supposed to be spoken about this book. They didn't give her any time to like even explain what i don't even know if she told producers what she was going through i think she was trying to deal it all in her on her own well time. i will say this producers knew that she was writing a book well yes producers knew that she was having regular meetings we saw one episode where she met with you know her editor or whatever mm -hmm. and they're like you're way behind your deadline that could have explained so much of this season where were Heather's producers? Yeah. You know what? Maybe they went to lunch. So these women are breaking for lunch. Oh, gosh. Let's break. I need to get out wipe of my closet. sweat off. Yes. And we will be right back. Bye. We're going to let you go, and we'll be right back. This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And we are back. We are back. We had a nice little lunch. A little lunch. A little lunch. Just had a little lunch. A little, a little panini. A little... Uh, just, a little we just refilled our cocktails, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's lunch. It is. That's lunch. Well, and when, break. When the ladies break for lunch, Whitney and Lisa are like, I just knew that Heather would be playing the victim. But I think, really, this is just the first time she's had a chance to tell her story. They didn't even hear a single thing that Heather said about how traumatizing it has been to go back through feelings. Just like Whitney should have some kind of feeling about that. And reliving all of their trauma and having to re go over it in a book. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, they didn't even hear her any of that they're just like well there she is she's at fault she knows it so she's gonna but play again, the martyr why didn't we hear more of that this season we didn't we didn't hear any why of heather's didn't we hear any... heather heather got sh uh, shown they in a really... weird light well this and they season. didn't show any of her personal life this season mm -hmm. they didn't show any of her life outside of the women i mean i don't know that they did much for any of them but still i mean all of heather's story this season was how her relationship with other women plus a moment of the choir yeah well, the husbands join. Hey, Justin. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hi, Justin. I know. And hi, Seth. Don't tell me you don't want to put your toe in. You Seth's be quiet. Face. You be quiet. You know you do. You let me come when I want to. <laughs> to the attention of Seth. Oh, okay. Silly. Well, Seth hasn't heard from Brett Favre, so he's looking for a new crush. Uh, hello. There are two house bears that we, I mean... You can have a young one and a hot one at the same time. You yeah, know. you can have a variety. Uh, a young and old. We'll, and, all and the... we'll put our whole foot in your taint if you want. <laughs> I don't know if he wants that. Probably not. <laughs> but like, he's like, you're looking pretty good tonight, Andy. I love Seth. What's Justin been up to since leaving his company? Being a dad. Yeah. <laughs> Doing dad It's things. been great for him. He does look happy. He looks healthy. Yeah. He looks... He's not even wearing socks. He's got that Wild Rose Beauty Glow. Yeah. <laughs> he sure does. And that... that uh, The 5 o'clock shadow looks so good on him. It looks so silvery yeah. and... Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So Meredith doesn't think that having a conversation in the bathtub is sexy. A toe in the taint is pretty sexy. Which I guess that's not sexy in general. But to people... I mean, people are envisioning you naked. That's what when people see you in a bathtub, 
That's what they're thinking, Meredith. They're thinking about your tone I mean, and sustain. Like, like would you have a conversation in the shower? Right, right. Yeah. I and mean, I get that, like... The bubbles. <laughs> apparently the bathtub is her comfort place. Yeah. And I get that, and trust me, I could have lots of like, conversations. we're going to have this conversation, so we're going to bring it to the tub. But don't be surprised when all the world thinks it's sexy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think they are both very sexy. Are Lisa and John spoiling Jack? I hate, I okay, I love Lisa. I love the Lisa family. Um, but John looks like a turtle. What? Because his upper lip does not move even a sliver. And his lips are so thin that I could, I have no idea what John said this entire time because his upper lip did not even move a sliver. It didn't move even a sliver. <laughs> I'm so sorry to say I that. I can't believe you just called John Poe a turtle. Just the lips. I'm sorry. Was that too far? I'm sorry. I, no, I love everybody. I just, listen, I have to, listen. This podcast is real, y'all. We're going to call out anybody. We are the real house. <laughs> We are the the real house bears because we bring the real. Yeah, he just called Wait, John Barlow a turtle. Do you remember on uh, on on uh, the Chappelle Show? There no. was a skit called "When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong." I didn't watch the Chappelle. Anybody show. that did watch it, they would be like, "Oh, they're laughing," or they're like, "Oh if my they gosh, watched, I remember that if was so they funny." Watched Bravo, they probably didn't watch the Chappelle. Show. <laughs> are there nobody like me on this? Network. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I mean, Dave Chappelle was a, it was a comedy legend. I'm sure lots of people. I mean, did. it was it was hilarious. Do you think Seth and John can ever be friends again? Seth's like, yeah, I yeah think of we course, can. Yeah. yeah. I sure. mean, I mean, the guys are easy. And John's like, well, not when you're talking about Lisa on camera. Yeah, they had an unspoken truth about that. And you know what? I would, I would feel the same way John does. Oh, someone talked poorly about you on camera when we've had something to say. When I we've would also... never. Get over it. Yeah, I would have a hard time. I too. would never get over it. So, but luckily we've got Justin. Is like I can fix it. You know, I, I can fix it. Threesome. With, That's how you fix it. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I want to threesome with John Barlow. You're not gonna be there. It's just them. I mean, in my it's fantasy. The, it's their in homies. It's their homie connecting bond. Okay. Their fine. threesome is their Barbie Ken scissor kicking each other. <laughs> Ken. Ken karate chopping. What's the male version of it? I don't know. Uh, action chop. Isn't that what? Yeah. Sure. I didn't even have sure. action toys as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a pretty short scene with the husband. G.I. Joe's. There we go. Those were like the opposites of Barbies, I think. Do you feel better now? <sighs> yes. I just like things to be right. Especially if you know better, do better. <laughs> Thank you. Jen pled guilty. Uh, yes. I love that they explored what they think Jen did or didn't see in the difference between reality and reality. Mm -hmm. Reality TV and her real life. All of it, I, I love that they were talking about how it all happened on camera, so it really does kind of blur the lines. Well, and to find out that, like, the start of the of like the investigation happened at the announcement of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City at BravoCon. At yes, BravoCon. that was like crazy. that was the day that it 
hap- went into You know, Mer- Meredith, Meredith knows Meredith knows. Meredith will, going on. Meredith will read those boring documents. True. That's the thing. And oh, she knows which to read. Because yeah. she used to be a lawyer. So she knows where to look for and what to see so she doesn't have to read. Because I would... Well, I according would, to Meredith, people send her stuff. People, everyone's just sending information to Meredith. Listen, if you went to law school with a bunch of other law students and you were a part of a Real Housewives thing and around this corruption, I would be sending you stuff too. Like, girl, look at this. This is what we found out. (laughs) And then they spend what seems like 20 minutes asking Meredith and Heather why the big turnaround pro-gen after Meredith was so anti-gen season two. And Meredith answers it pretty clearly. And I heard about her suicide attempt. I have a personal experience in my family of suicide attempts. So I'm not going to turn my back on my castmate, the person that I created the show with, the person who I created a friendship with at one time. I'm not going to turn my back on her and her family in their time of need. <laughs> yeah, she said something along the lines of, like, if you feeling that alone and desperate to end your own life, uh, she doesn't want you to have to feel that way. Yeah. She's there for you. There it is. No matter what you've done, it it's she's there for you. And that made so much sense. No matter what she said in the past, no matter how hurtful she was, if suicide is just on a different level. And whether you've been through it or you haven't been through it, it's something that affects everybody differently. And for Meredith, she's not going to turn her back on somebody that felt so low and alone in their life. Like her nephew. Like her nephew, that would end their life so that her kids wouldn't have a mother. uh, Coach wouldn't have a a wife anymore. Nobody would have a daughter. Their mom wouldn't have a daughter. So that's what she sees. It's the bigger picture than everything else. It's the picture of, like, life. But you know, no no one was buying it. They just, they spent the rest of the reunion just, yeah, going on and on and on about it. And and Meredith, and like, are you afraid of her? And Meredith's like, I've confronted Jen Shaw before. Don't yeah. you worry. She's like, I've, we've I've had our problems. That fish. Yeah, we've had our problems. Like, it's been all over. But the fact of the matter is, she found out about this, the life attempt before any of this came out. Has Jen ever shown remorse collectively? They all said no. Yeah, I wouldn't have to say no. <laughs> um, coach's involvement. I don't like this conversation. It's very a lot of, I mean, just from even what Heather said on the show about she thinks that Coach saw, uh, you know, some Something. sort of smoking gun. I've all, uh, Lisa mentioned it was a text from text Stewart. Stewart. I've heard that as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely there was some incriminating evidence. But, you know, tonight Whitney was saying, you know, well, it could be possible. It could be possible. And she's thought it, she thought it could be possible for a while. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, I think Whitney thinks she's on CSI, like Salt Lake City. It's sad. And then we find out that Jen was going around asking people for attorney fees. And, uh, you know, think of how humbling that had to be for Coach Shaw. Especially if he didn't know if he wasn't in on it. Yeah. But think about how humbling that had to be for him to go to all these people. To Angie H. and Chris Harrington, who had just done the shock spot. And had just given them money. No, Angie K. Or oh, Angie K, Angie sorry. K. Angie K. And just given Angie K money and then asked for the money back, you know? To, from Angie H. Angie and Chris H, yeah, Harrington, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different Angies. So those Angies. Different Angies. So that was crazy. That was really crazy to find out. Ugh. So at the very end of the reunion, you know, Heather is 
she's emotional. She's she's really reached her limit. Yeah, you could tell. It's been a heavy... But everyone should be in the same place that Heather is. It's been a heavy season. Mm-hmm. There has been indictments and guilty pleas and rumors of infidelity and, and seems... people losing their jobs and... Oh, yeah. All oh, of people these... losing their jobs and stuff. Yeah, so this this was a this was a heavy. I mean, heavy even the season. charities were hev- about heavy subjects. Yeah, so I'm surprised that they all weren't crying. Yeah. Um. So Andy, then let's. What a bright way to end up this reunion. Yeah. What's your biggest regret of this season? <laughs> I was like. Let's just let's just end on a dark note. How, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say why are you open it up for more dark stuff to come out? Yeah. <laughs> why are you why why ask why not say what did you take from this season that was good for you or something or what do you hope to be yeah. better at <laughs> you know instead or of, maybe your rose and your thorn at least it was right? just like what was the thorn of this season uh, for you show me the like, that I didn't go to bed after the gay bar yeah so I wouldn't have even gotten this black eye and Whitney's like. Well, I was kind of hoping you would say it was our relationship. Jeez. And I think we were all hoping that, to be honest. No, well, yes, no one wins. Course. No one wins in this situation. We all want bad weather. I just kind of feel like right now, those are the lowest priorities in her life right now. But all the viewers, all, every single viewer in the world wants bad weather back. Well, we all, we all do. Uh, we want it back. Whitney wishes she would have waited till she was sober, even though in the be- earlier in the episode she was like, well, I would have had the same conversation. Yeah. She wishes she was sober to have the conversation surrounding the rumors. Meredith being more careful of her words. Girl, no one is more careful of their words. Than you, honey, my goodness. No one is more thoughtful about the way that you state things yeah. so they can't be used against you or that you can reconstrue them in another way. Like that whole 50 cents comment. She's like... Of course the world knows that you're not richer by 50 cents. It's a, it's it's ridiculous. It's just a joke. It wasn't meant to be mean or anything, but it was made to look, make her look bad. That's the point of it. That's why you said it. Otherwise, it wouldn't. It's a funny thing to say, but it's at Lisa's expense. Lisa does try to end it up on a more positive note. Yeah, she's like, "Well, I I think I did pretty good, and she, I have good things to like about this season." Yeah, she wishes <laughs> that she would have had more boundaries with Jen, but yeah. overall, she's just grateful for so much more. I love Lisa. I mean, you know, listen, Lisa, Lisa's come out on top this season. Yeah. With the fans. Because she hasn't been in the middle of too much of the drama. Mm-hmm. She's been commenting on the drama. And she's just Standing adorable. up for herself when she needs to. And listen, that, that image of her licking that ice cream in the roller skates with her hair blowing will forever live in my head. Forever. I agree. I agree. That shot will forever live in my head. I agree. And I'm grateful for uh, I'm Lisa. I'm grateful for you, in this season. for that. Yeah. To us. Well, what I'm not grateful for is they did not end the season with a charcuterie board. You know these women were hungry. And they didn't even talk about you. That's what's irritating. They didn't talk about me, or they didn't talk about charcuterie boards. <laughs> yeah, but they... Yeah, I was kind of convinced that... I was surprised the choir didn't really come up at all. At all, yeah. I mean, not me, necessarily. But I just mean, in general, why is it But, there? yeah, they didn't... I mean, they, I mean listen... Heather said last time we saw her that production, she just got off the phone with production, and production now loves the choir idea. But they didn't think the choir thing was going to go anywhere during editing this season. But now, I think this next season, we're going to see a lot of you. Well, I hope so, but 
We'll see. We are ready for this choir. Well, they certainly earned a glass of champagne and a birthday cake for Meredith and Lisa, which again ends on a really lovely note. Lisa's willing to stand on her bad side so that Meredith can, can have, have the, the pink, pink candle. candle. Yeah, you know, it's that was, cute. And they even clink glasses. Listen, Meredith that's just Lisa. how they were. They were just sisters, and they they gave and took from each other's. That's why they were good together. So when we come back next season, Heather and Whitney are going to be back to bad weather. And Lisa and Meredith are going to be best friends again. No more conflict. <laughs> it's just going to be a really fun season with the, the hot choir. Well, director. apparently there's two new women coming in who are supposed to lighten things up a bit. Mm -hmm. And just out today, apparently, Mary Cosby's coming back as, as a, a friend, friend of. of. Y'all, that's insane. Like, I can't wait. Little girl. Little girl. I just can't wait for that. We were just watching Moana the other day, and, and uh, what's-his-name says, little girl. And it sounds just like Mary Crosby. <laughs> it's like the the rock saying it sounds exactly like know. Mary sounds saying it. just like her. Little girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, since this is our season finale, let's... Let's play Jen Shaw's House Bears promo one more time. Oh, we have to retire it. Now we're down to just Heather Gay's, which, you know, Heather Gay is plenty enough for me. We never did this with Jen. Let's throw Jen in there, too. Uh, Jenny Wynn? Jenny Wynn. Let's throw Jenny Wynn in there, so too. So we're going to play one last time. Yes. <laughs> one last time. We're going to play Jen Shaw's House Bears promo. Unless she comes back in, like, five years or something. Well, in five years, we'll bring it back. And for good measure, we'll play Jenny. We never retired Jenny We never Jenny retired Wins, Jenny Wynn. So we'll just I mean, go ahead she was a, she, We'll just throw her in there, too. What the hell? This is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. This is Jenny from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You are listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Um, and also with our Real House, Buys, Real House Bears merch, I mean, it should have been up today. It's been five days going through processing and stuff, and I added more uh, work to it, but I, I promise you, this isn't like some joke or gag. It's coming like it's just going through reviews or something. I check on it every day. True. And I've do. added more designs to it this week. You added a hashtag like, House Bears Famous. House Bears Famous. I did an all-American one and a retro version of it. And the next, uh, we're also going to add... Um, Oh, what was the new one that we were going to add? I totally oh, we're uh, we did um, weekend. We're doing oh, weekend, weekend D. D. Weekend yeah. D. Hashtag weekend D. Not hashtag, just weekend D. All right, weekend D. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, before while you're waiting for our merch to come out, please join us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. We are the Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also watch us on YouTube and Spotify, and you can also listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a cute little review, and we will talk about you on air and make you hashtag House Bears Famous. And uh, what a great season. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right. Are you ready? For a sound check? To check our way to Woodstock. Hold on. <laughs> people, 
that can't see me, I look like I'm straight up hitchhiking to you Woodstock. Look, you look like Jesus on his way to Woodstock. I just want peace, man. That's exactly what you look like. <laughs>